Okay, good morning everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's um, pre-market trade plan session, which is our opportunity to, to try and prepare ourselves as best we can for today's trading opportunities. Um, so without further ado, let's get straight into it. Then we'll start, of course, with our risk warning. Um, some interesting price action now so far today, uh, because the move we saw to the downside last week, and we were able to book in profits there on Friday um, afternoon uh, across the board. So a really productive week last week. Uh, finally, after a couple of weeks, you know, probably three weeks of sort of far too erratic price action, I'm afraid. Um, it was really quite choppy and, and the backdrop was, was constantly changing and evolving. Um, but last week was a good opportunity to sort of level the score a little bit and get back on track. Um, now, going into this week, we probably have certain expectations for these markets to continue lower. Um, and they're, they're in the process of kind of rebounding. So we're having this flip-flopping of, of um, narratives. And um, uh, and it's quite impressive from a, from a, a buying perspective. Um, so let's get in and we'll sort of break it down in a little bit more detail. Um, okay, so just as a quick introduction, then all profitable traders, of course, need to make decisions in terms of uh, which markets do we focus on? Uh, and more importantly, why do we focus on those particular markets? Uh, where do we then want to enter and exit these markets? Um, they're, they're both um, obviously very, very technical. Um, uh, and there's a lot of education behind your ability to enter markets and also exit them. Um, how do we manage risk to a successful, uh, hopefully prior to entry, you're kind of calculating what that risk is. And I'm talking about monetary risk now. I'm not talking about sort of pips or anything because we could all trade at various different pip sizes. So it's really your monetary exposure and how much of your capital um, are you trading per trade is really an important decision that you need to make prior to getting involved. Uh, how do you manage each trade, trade management? So last week we were able to uh, build a bit of a portfolio of trades we were in five good profitable trades and we, we were wanting to let the market to decide when we exit and i'll show you these exits now in just a second um so you can see kind of what our mentality is because the problem is with, with when you're in profit you never know how much more that market's going to go um it could move exponentially beyond your current levels and you don't want to necessarily leave all that all those profits on the table so you need a methodology to sort of say right well um if i remove subjective opinions and, and looking to exit at this particular price um you know how can you do that in a very objective fashion and that's what we that's what we try to do and we were doing there on friday as well uh, trade psychology always very important because these markets, they have their own psychology right now in terms of, you know, it is a proper battleground between buyers and sellers. And, and uh, you know, one day it's the sellers in control. The next day you're getting the buyers in control. And we're seeing that. We've seen, we're seeing those narratives play out at the moment um, after some strong moves to the downside. Uh, rightly so, as to be fair, like if you look at the market fundamentals, we'd absolutely prefer to be selling these markets. So, um, and we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach. We want to try and make the same types of decisions time after time again. 
um, and hopefully that will uh, make the process a little bit more straightforward. Uh, accurate with levels, disciplined with our capital, and of course, be patient as well. All right, so let's get straight into it then. We'll um, today. It's important to note uh, it's a bank holiday in North America, so these markets are going to be lighter than perhaps um, otherwise would be. But tomorrow we'll be back on track. So this is the backdrop: higher than expected inflation in Switzerland. Inflation coming in probably in line with expectations for New Zealand, to be fair. Um, CPI inflation coming in higher than expected. If you look at the headline, we're expected 6.2, we saw 6.4. But we saw a very sizable um, turnaround from minus 0 0.1 to, to plus 0 0.5 uh, on the month-on-month -month, uh, CPI number. So that just instinctively just shows a bit of a, bit of a swing, really, to the upside. Um, then we saw uh, UK CPI numbers coming in slightly better than expected, but we're still above 10%. So we're still at alarming levels. And then we get some really positive um, data coming out of the US. So the the Fed are, are trying to navigate a bit of um, a bit of a recession and the softer that recession the better for everybody of course um by raising rates but what's happening is we're raising rates um inflation is is probably sticky at best it's not making much progress from the 6.5 level um and we'd expect a little bit more more improvement on the inflation side so inflation sticky interest rates are are pushing higher um and the economy is performing quite well so it is quite a strange dynamic uh, when you put all that together. And then on Friday, uh, sorry, on Thursday, firstly, we had PPI, producer price index numbers coming in. So input costs um, are increasing. And, and that's a bit of a problem and quite a sizable amount as well, 0 0.4 to 0 0.7. Um, so w there's a lot of signs that interest rates may need to go higher to try and get above uh, inflation because inflation is looking quite sticky and that's bad news uh, for these equity markets so that brings us to today um we do have some um uh, we will be seeing uh, a lot of uh, um services and manufacturing data out this week as well we'll be hearing from the rbnz uh, and you can see here we're looking we're expecting a 50 50 basis point rate hike so we'll have a look at the new zealand dollar in a little bit more detail between now and wednesday we get their meeting minutes so we get to see who said what at the at the last meeting um this was a probably a, an error in our part we thought the fed should have increased rates 50 basis points they decided not to uh, 25 basis point rate hike and and i think they missed an opportunity but more importantly, they kind of missed an opportunity to send a signal. Um, maybe they did so on purpose. It's really hard to know. Uh, so we've got G20 meetings as we close out the week. And um, this is an important inflation number that the Fed themselves look at. And it's core PCE price index. And it's a month-on-month -month number. Um, and you can see we're, we're, we're very likely to expect... 
probably in the middle of this range really aren't we 0 0.3 um we're seeing a slight uptick so that takes us up to this level in here so that's on the higher level so um by no means is this inflation story uh complete and finished so let's let's have a look at these charts that's a little bit of the, the backdrop um i suppose it's also worth looking at the bond markets what are they doing well they're up at these sort of slightly higher levels and just beginning to kind of soften ever so slightly um it is really marginal softening so that's hard to give the, the green light to to stock buying really at this point um the highs are around these current levels 4.6 just a very very slight softening but that's no real reason to to start jumping into these markets because um if we get another leg to the upside we would be uh we would be expecting to see some some strong selling creeping in so so we're able to book in profits um at these lower levels on uh on friday um we were drifting sideways for quite some time and we attempted to make a few new lows and then as the day sort of began to close we saw a really strong little pullback we got to the downside and we're looking like we're seeing a bit of positivity creep into the market so far and we've got this high in here the the, the 4086 and the problem is if we start seeing consistent structural failure trades to the upside um then we'd want to be out of this trade and um you know there's an argument suggest maybe there's an opportunity to be looking for some buying opportunities at that point the problem with the buy trade is we don't really have supporting market fundamentals uh, and sentiment it's more of a it's it's more of a uh, a technical trade a purely technical trade and there's nothing overly wrong with that it's just they never seem to be the, the best quality trades for us so we've got this little sideways pattern um and the markets are just moving kind of up and down within within that range um so could we get this little move back to the upside absolutely and that's what we'd be trading if we did start to buy at these lows so these markets do have their but i suppose the important takeaway for these markets is that we're still in actually a prolonged sideways moving pattern so it's not like we've it looked like we were going to break out of this range uh, on friday you know we were getting close to making these structural failure trades to the downside but the important thing to take away is that we're actually technically still in consolidation this was the breakout we were anticipating you know we thought we'd get perhaps a nice strong structural failure trade to the downside and this is when the market makes a high it pulls back attempts to make a new low and then flush trade to the downside so that's um that's the problem FTSE performing quite well although we're only really getting very short-term price moves in this market you know, and we're actually still we're on the upper side of that particular range but i mean as you can see since uh, going back to kind of 
mid mid January. We're only really getting short periods of of sort of fairly productive price action. So it doesn't really warrant huge um, time spent on on the market. It is grinding higher. You'd want kind of a corrective move, if possible, back into this little range and then take a trade. So the DAX, again, very similar to the FTSE. You know, we're, 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 we're not doing much in these markets for long, long periods. And you just get very short. And maybe there's a, there's potential for upside. Um, like I said, with the inflation story and the central bank um, story as well, we are certainly on the... Um, We're on the conservative side, really, with, with many of these markets. And Nikkei, again, just we're kind of in that little pretty tight range. So last week we were thinking, would we get a potential move? And that reversed. And then you're looking, would we get a bit of a move to the upside? And, and that kind of reversed. So um, we like breakouts of these range and, and not necessarily the grinding nature of the market so far. Um, Bitcoin, I mean, it's it's um, it's it's quite choppy, really. Two or three days of, of sort of pretty pretty strong buying, um, followed by a little bit of erratic price action there. So, so where are we at with risk? Is there an appetite for risk? There's a potential appetite for risk. We've got. Turnaround price action, um, it's just a, a tough call because um, the market fundamentals are so bearish. But with it being a bank holiday in the US, it might be one of those days where we get a strong bit of buying. You know, these buyers are relentless in this market in the face of all sorts of crazy happenings. Um, so there could be a little buy trade. So let's look at these levels in a little bit more detail. Okay, so there is this a potential sort of short-term buy trade there in gold. Let's have a look at oil. Just got a bit of narrowing uh, in the oil market, but gold, We've got the indecision of Thursday and Friday, and now we've got this market rolling to the upside. So let's uh, let's just make a note of this. So strangely, a bit of optimism. Eighteen forty-five. U.S. indices. Um, let's take a let let let's take a. Sp more of a speculative buying opportunity above the, the 4086. 4086, and that's the S&P. We won't, we won't get into too many of these trades, but we will, um, so, let's have a look at the dollar, just finish the dollar. 
so the yen's gone very quiet. Um, the euro yen. And now they're finding, so again, we, we had a pretty pretty significant and sharp pullback there on Friday off the lows, and we'd, we'd expect it to attempt to make a new low, and it's kind of failing to do so. So now we're at the verge of seeing a structural failure trade to the upside. So pull back into this little range, and now that could potentially give us some further upside. We've got this sort of downward momentum. So it is potentially uh, an interesting pivot point. Uh, should we either look for the buy trade or we look for the sell trade at a higher price? And we're still in two minds in terms of, uh, you see, this is just horrible price action to trade really. Let's have a look at the pound, um, the pound dollar to the upside, and it'll be above the one twenty forty nine. Right, let's see if there's any decent trades sticking out. Do we want to sell these highs? We do have this little downward momentum. We've broken out of it a little bit, and it is an opportunity to start. Maybe getting involved in a bit of uh, okay. we do have a strong rejection, and it might be worth looking at the dollar yen. So looking for dollar weakness now after looking for dollar strength last week, one thirty four zero four. Let's see if any of these other dollar pairs are. See, that's really quite choppy there. I mean, we would probably expect the Swiss to strengthen a little bit, and there's a strong rejection on Friday. So it's like that across the board, really. So we've got the, we'll be hearing from the OBNZ overnight. So we've seen a 50 basis point rate hike for the RBNZ, so we could easily see a bit of upside. We'll run with the markets that we have then. Let's uh, amend this trade plan and we'll, um, we'll post it into the chat box there, guys, for you. So we were looking for further risk off market conditions post the sticky US CPI stroke higher US PPI numbers. And that was pretty much what was, I suppose, um, fundamentally kind of driving this, these, these market moves. We're able to book in profit Friday afternoon on all five trades, which performed really well. So, um, uh, so mild reversal risk on market conditions that's kind of the, the brief summary really 
Uh, it's kind of ignoring the, the inflation story, the central bank story. You know, these buyers want to look past all of that. Okay, so um, so we're no longer looking for the US indices to continue lower. Um, let's actually maybe look for the S&P. S&P 500 looking to buy above the 4086. These are all more technical trades than so continuing higher. Now we're looking for the dollar to potentially weaken. So British pound, US dollar looking to buy buy above the 120.49. Can add the yen in here into sell low and because we know they're kind of short term uh, short term selling opportunities we can trade them with with that in mind we're not looking for a what you know two three four day kind of positioning trade we can be in and out in within the day and then gold as well. Gold looking to buy above 18.45. Okay, so this is our trade plan for today, guys. We're looking at really mild reversal, reversal risk on market conditions now over the course of the day. So last week was was quite bearish, and um, we're seeing prices, you know, fail to make new lows last week on Friday, and now that we're seeing some buying opportunities coming in. And that's what we're going to try and take advantage of. So we're looking for the S&P to buy above the 40.86. We're looking for the pound dollar to buy above the 20.49. We're looking for the dollar yen to sell below the 134.04, which is uh, Friday's low. And then we're looking for a buy trade in gold above Friday's high of 18.45. So that's a, a bit of a coherent trade plan that we can um, we can certainly work with. So let's see how we get on with that. I just posted now into the chat box, guys, so you've got it there. Um, so we're going to switch rooms. Um, any questions, feel free to post them into the chat box. And we'll close off, we'll answer them before we close off the broadcast. Thanks very much for joining us. We do Trading's Markets fully live and interactive every day from 8 a.m. for the European trading session, which we're just going to switch across to now. And also at uh, 12.45, we'll be back for the U.S. trading session. So we trade those market opens. Uh, for more information, just go to livetrading.com uh, and we'll uh, we'll be happy to, uh, you can connect with us through our chat function as well if you have any questions. So on that note, thanks so much for joining us. Take care. Um, hopefully we'll have a decent week again this week and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye for now.